News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. An estimated 60,000 people are expected to attend the funeral of Pope Benedict in St. Peter's Square later this morning. Uh, one of those who will be there is Bree Dale, a Rome correspondent with The Daily Wire. Uh, Bree, what's the atmosphere like in Rome right now? Good morning, Shane, from right outside St. Peter's Square. Um, Atmosphere is calm and orderly this morning in a very foggy St. Peter's Square. Um, You said an estimated 60,000. I would say right now estimates are around 70 to 80,000 internal to the square, up to 130,000 if you account people who will be outside on Via della Conciliazione. And, uh, you know, um, the square is almost full already this morning with people. It, uh, the, the funeral will be starting at 9 a.m. Uh, Rome time, but uh, it's, it's right now 8, and we have lines all over St. Peter's Square trying to get in. So it's, it looks like this is going to be a very large uh, gathering of people. Uh, talk us through what the timetable of the day will be, Brie. So 9 a.m. is when the funeral begins. Um, We're not really sure what the liturgy is going to look like this morning, to be honest, Shane. Uh, There has been speculation that um, Pope Benedict XVI asked for a muted, you know, more simple liturgy, um, kind of unlike what uh, we knew him when he was alive uh, promoting, which he was very much a big proponent of, say, the traditional Latin mass, Latin liturgy, uh, and and the like. Uh, we do expect Pope Francis to be um, officiating all of the liturgy today, something that hasn't happened for centuries. Uh, the last time a pope officiated over his predecessor's funeral was back in the 1700s, I believe, uh, and that was uh, Pope Pius VII for Pope Pius VI, who had died while under capture uh, as a prisoner of uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. So this wow. is very okay. That's going, that is yes. going back a, a, a long, long time. Uh, yes. Talk to us a little bit about Pope Benedict's legacy. Obviously, pretty much unrivaled as a theologian, but quite conservative, criticised in, in some quarters as well uh, for failing to adequately tackle allegations of clerical sexual abuse. Overall, his, his legacy... I think you've hit it right on the nail. There's a a mixed feeling, I believe, by many people, both conservative and uh, those on the left in the church, uh, regarding his legacy. Clearly, uh, someone who came from uh, a point in his life early on being very liberal uh, to uh, someone who became a very stalwart uh, uh, defender of orthodoxy within the Catholic Church, only to resign the papacy, which has left many people wondering what exactly went on there behind the scenes that pressured uh, a man who was so strong at the congregation of the doctrine of the faith, even uh, by his detractors calling him the German uh, uh, shepherd or Rottweiler, um, to, to uh, you know, leaving uh, the, the papacy early on and kind of creating the role of emeritus pope, um, something that Pope Francis has said that he has even given thought to uh, making permanent. So it, it does seem to have a mixed legacy. However, I do believe most people will look back to Pope Benedict as a great thinker, a great theologian, probably one of the last great theologians we've seen in this time, uh, sadly, in the Catholic Church. Shane. Bree Dale, Rome correspondent with The Daily Wire. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.